where the liberal candidate in the race absolutely boat raced the conservative. It was 10 plus points. There right, it Mike, is. <laughs> in the state that you just mentioned with the margins. <laughs> I said well boat done. Does anybody else know what that means, though? <laughs> Besides us? It was, uh, he didn't question it. I thought maybe Debbie he would ask. <laughs> Absolutely boat raced. Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue in downtown Milwaukee, this is Wisconsin's Morning News. Here's your host, Vince Vetrano. Let's get it on this Wednesday morning. Great to have you with us on Wisconsin's Morning News. Debate night in Milwaukee. All kinds of people are in town for this. Pretty neat. The buzz is in the air. I don't know if I could capture for folks, if you haven't been down around Pfizer Forum in the downtown area, like how big of a deal this is. Because this is just, for us, something happening here in town. But like to have these national figures all here in Milwaukee, just walking around. Everywhere. You recognize a lot of faces yeah. yesterday? I did. So we'll get to it here. Our buddy Mark Cass from the Milwaukee Business Journal and I were, we're on national TV Tuesday night, Eric. And Vince Vetrano is host of Wisconsin's Morning News, WTMJ Radio. Gentlemen, thanks for being here. Of course. Yeah, I'm good to be here. Yeah. Thanks for being in Welcome. Milwaukee. You bet. It's, Happy it's to really have you fun here. to be here. <laughs> <Cass, right? Hey. laughs> Welcome. It's a Fox News anchor, Brett Baer, introducing uh, us on his show, Special Report, which has been originating live from outside Pfizer Forum. We'll play some clips from that coming up at 620, but Eric, just being around there yesterday, preview of coming attractions, certainly yeah. for the RNC next summer. The place is just crawling with big-time players. I saw Governor, former Governor Asa Hutchinson around making the rounds. Mm-hmm. Couldn't get to him. I wanted to get a quick yeah, interview, sure, but sure. was separated out from where he was. He was just going from reporter stand-up to reporter stand-up, like station to station, doing yep. all the interviews. You saw uh, Vivek Ramaswamy had his uh, party there. Yeah, talk to supporters out by the beer garden. Right there, there in Deer District. We were right up on top of that. And yeah. then, of course, all the national media figures. They're like crawling around Third Street. You know, you got all the outdoor dining right there outside the Brat House and all that. And they're just... They're, interviewing people it's, right there on the yeah. street. But then also a lot of the surrogates, it's a good reminder that like a lot of these surrogates are out there because they need to be seen. They want to be seen so they can promote their person. So like the Carrie Lakes of the world, she's the one that ran for Arizona governorship and lost. She's out there trying to promote Trump, who's not in town. So like all these people want to be seen so they can push their candidate. All trying to get on TV, yep. all trying to get yep. on the radio. Like I said, it's, it's pretty centrally located with all the live shot positions. And I would just encourage you on this day... Democrat, Republican, whatever. It's a huge day for Milwaukee. Pop on one of these national newscasts. Appreciate the buzz. Yeah, just have a look at how our city is showing today ahead of the debate and, of course, in the debate tonight. Also, it's going to be 100 degrees today. (laughs) Oh, my God. It was a Chamber of Commerce evening in Milwaukee. Everybody was out feeling good. I I hope that carries through this very hot day in Milwaukee. 614, Brandon Snide's got sports coming up next. Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide. The Milwaukee Brewers returned home on Tuesday night after a nine-game road trip as they scored five runs in the sixth inning to go on and win game one of two over the Minnesota Twins. This one by a final score of 7-3. to three. New sign, Dylan Floro deals. Bouncer up the middle, base hit. Two more runs are going to score. Brian Anderson comes through with a base hit. Right up the middle with the infield drawn up. No chance for Correa or Polanco on that one. Bob Uecker on the call here on WTMJ's. The Brewers' offense helps bring home the win after Wade Miley pitched five innings, which he allowed three earned runs. With the Brewers' win and a Cubs' loss on Tuesday, the Brewers now leading the NL Central Division 
by three and a half games. Game two will take place this afternoon at American Family Field. First pitch is all set for 110. And staying with the Brewers here, some potentially good news for the Brewers. Could Milwaukee get their starting center fielder Garrett Mitchell back this season after he suffered a serious injury in April? I mean, it comes down to just going through the progressions. I got to cross all the T's and dot all the I's and make sure that, you know, from the rehab side and everyone's happy and good with what I'm doing. If it was up to me, I'd say put me out there tomorrow. But again, it's about health and longevity and a long career. It's not about just making it back for a few games. So hopefully I'm able to do both, make it back and be healthy this year and help, you know, for a playoff push here at the end. Mitchell was meeting with reporters in the Brewers clubhouse before the game and was in the dugout during last night's game. From the diamond to the NFL, as Jordan Love and the Packers were back on the practice field on Tuesday afternoon, rookie pass catcher Jaden Reed, who caught a touchdown in the team's last preseason game, spoke to the media following practice, describing how he has been able to build such a quick rapport with QB1 in Green Bay. Off-season work that you know we put in, uh, he he made a call to all the receivers and invited us out to Cali, and you know we can, we made, we booked that flight, we got there, we had to build that connection. That's what it took to get this. So. Um, I think that was uh, very good leadership from his standpoint, you know, bringing us all together. And uh, it's showing that, you know, the offseason work worked out. With the weather heating up today, the Packers have moved up practice today. It's the last open session up there in Green Bay already. They are set to begin around 11 a.m. Packer football, regular season right around the corner. So if I can take away from that, so if the quarterback works with his young receivers it's in shocking. the offseason, like good stuff happens? It's shocking, isn't it? <laughs> Who would have thought? Who would have thought? Interesting. 617 on Wisconsin's Morning News. Six twenty-two, Wisconsin's morning news with you on this Wednesday morning. First Republican primary debate in Milwaukee tonight. The eyes of the national political world on Wisconsin. They're all here. You should see the setup we were talking about outside Pfizer Forum. The network's all down there. Reporters up and down Third Street. They're doing interviews, stand-ups, talking with the people. How did your uh, Fox News hit go? How I think it, it went okay. It yeah. was brief. I mean, we look. The only thing else that could have happened was we got bumped. <laughs> it was only like <laughs> it was three pretty minutes. Darn close. Right, pretty close. Uh, Fox News, which has the debate tonight, eight p.m. start time. One of the moderators, Brett Bear, has been doing his five p.m. show live from their set, and they're set up just outside Fiserv Forum. They look out on Fiserv, and they were looking for a little bit of local flavor during Brett's show. Mm-hmm. So his team invited our friend Mark Cass of the Milwaukee Business Journal, and me to join him for a brief segment Tuesday. Cass was on kind of more what it means for the city and for the state. This is a big deal, yep. and then the convention itself is a big deal, right, Mark? It is. I mean, it's a huge deal for us. It's an economic impact of like $180 million. You're talking about a lot of a lot of visitors who are coming here who've never come to Milwaukee before. So it's great for the city, it's great for the region, and it's an international spotlight we haven't had. We almost had it in 2020. We were this close, but obviously COVID took care of that. So to have another chance at it, really, everybody's excited about it. And they, I, mean, I mean, from an economic impact, it could mean a lot to the city. It was good to be down there with Cass. Yeah, we had a good okay. time. Yeah. You know, two of us looking around. Hey, look at this. Mm-hmm. Look at that. I'm pointing out certain people and different things that I saw. Uh, Brett did not tell us. A lot of folks said, well, did you know what he was going to ask you? I mean, sure. Not really. Again, it was a three-minute segment, so we pretty much knew where he was going to go. I got the battleground state question, you know, the tight margins. It's a purple state, Vince. It is. I mean, you look, Vince, you look at uh, Wisconsin 2020, uh, the spread, Biden beats Trump, uh, you know, 49.6 to 48.9. 2016. Clinton, I mean, it's just so tight. It's so tight, and it goes back and forth. You're talking about a state where you'll have 
three million some votes cast, and it's about 60,000 there. If you look at 16 and you look at 20, it was uh, President Trump carried the day in 2016. I'll add that the Green Party ran a very effective campaign here, and Jill Stein, as a Green Party candidate, siphoned a lot of votes away from Secretary Clinton at the time. A lot of folks think that she might have gotten our 10 electoral votes had it not been for that. But and uh, again, in 20, then it's Biden by fewer than 30,000 votes. So, right, you're talking about 60-some thousand votes. There's no margin. So, like I said, whole thing, three minutes. So how'd it feel to be back on TV? It didn't feel like being back on TV as I knew it because as local, like, they got all kinds of people. People, like, I, I instinctively grabbed for the microphone to put it on. There was a guy there. He's like, Not a, I got, ah, you had that's a guy my job. <laughs> I put the microphone on. Okay, sir. Had an IFB, yeah, got the fine. makeup done. You you killed me. You made me laugh. I, I have to play. So you, you you said something yesterday on the air on national TV that made to. me laugh. I almost thought it was an homage to the show. Well, He's very I proud guess. of it. All right. So see if you can pick this out here. I think Brett, though, can I can I add because abortion has dominated the last gubernatorial election, our statewide elected offices at the end of 2022, and then in 2023 we had a race for state supreme court where the liberal candidate in the race absolutely boat raced the conservative. It was 10 plus points. There right? it is. <laughs> in the state that you just mentioned with the margins. Well done. Does anybody else TV. know what that means, though? <laughs> Besides know. us? It was, uh, he didn't question it. I thought maybe Debbie he would ask. <laughs> Absolutely boat raced. Said it over and over again. I can't believe you said it five different times. Absolutely boat raced. I did not say it five times. It's just, this is your fault. You were the first one ever to say boat race. I'd never heard that before. It was like a year ago on this show. Oh, boy. Just and now it's me. just in my vocabulary. <laughs> You're dropping that on national TV. <laughs> it's Brent a thing Bear. now. It's yes. a thing. Oh. Boat race. Now you got to listen if Bear uses it tonight. <laughs> yeah, wouldn't that be great? <laughs> one one candidate stand. Oh, DeSantis just boat raced the field tonight. <laughs> <laughs> And he's got the sound effects and everything. For we got more of that. Has dominated the last gubernatorial election, our statewide elected offices at the end of 2022. And then in 2023, we had a race for state Supreme Court where the liberal candidate in the race absolutely boat raced the conservative. It was 10 plus points. <laughs> that was funny that Fox had that sound bite. <laughs> The sound drop all queued up. <laughs> News about your money this morning. WTMJ Annex Wealth Management. Boat race. Market update. Dow Jones Industrial Average. Down again. Down about 175 points to 34,289. <laughs> NASDAQ was up. No boat race here. Just about eight points to 13,506. S&P 500 slid about 12 to 43.88. For a deeper dive of the markets, listen to the Annex Wealth Management SWAT podcast wherever you find your favorite podcast. Boat race. Buckle up, it's all systems go at Pottawatomi. Plug in to high wattage play and you could win an all-electric BMW i7. Play now through September with your club card. Prize drawings on Thursdays. There's a shocking $800,000 in total prizes on the line, including the luxury BMW i7. It's time to electrify your drive. Only at Pottawatomi Casino Hotel. More info at paysbig.com slash BMW. Must be 21 years old and a club member to play. Alleviate your pain, rejuvenate your life. We want to decrease your pain as fast as possible. When we inject our powerful, FDA-approved anti-inflammatory and cushioning medicine, precisely guided to the root of your pain, in most cases, relief in hips, shoulders, elbows, and knees is a reality. For those who go through our entire process, we can very much control and reduce your pain while increasing your quality of life. 
Thousands of Juvenex patients maintain their pain relief with semi-annual to annual treatments, proven to reduce inflammation to make pain a lot more bearable. Some providers may charge up to $8,000 for similar treatments. At Rejuvenex, because we're... Brewers roll in a 100-degree afternoon game at American Family Field today. Brandon Snyder looks ahead in sports at 645. They're shutting down the Imagination Station playground in Oconomowoc today. No, you cannot use the playground, Vince. Why can't we use the playground? It's too hot, that's why. No, it has nothing to do with the heat. Okay. The city posted, Oconomowoc posting on Facebook, it's closed because of an investigation after the sighting of a mouse and a burrow hole. So the Imagination Station playground is now shut down because someone saw a tiny little mouse. So is this like an inside park or... Like, no. So they want to bring it in pet? <laughs> no. It's an it's, outside it's park. It's in Roosevelt Park. It's right next to the Lake County Trail. And someone saw a mouse, and so no one can play And a burrow hole. Oh. Okay. Don't, isn't that where mice live? My favorite was uh, some of the users. <laughs> where do they live? Some of the users on Facebook posting back on this, like, where would you rather have the mouse? In our house? Like, right? this is the perfect place this for it. This is where the mouse lives. <laughs> I mean, look, if the kids are trying to capture the mouse, that's a problem. Sure, yeah, I don't want to touch the furry thing. Or even, you could even argue, if we want to go in and try to relocate, humanely relocate the mouse, Yeah. okay, I'll entertain that. Shut down the playground? Just not in my house, please. That's uh, Anywhere else is fine. 638, Wisconsin's Morning News. <laughs> 642, Wisconsin's Morning News. Yeah, for sure a hot one. What's the weather like out there? It's hot. Damn hot. Real hot. In all seriousness, for folks who do not have access to air conditioning at a regular point through the day, and particularly overnight, you know what, what gets dangerous about the heat is not that you can't take it for a little bit, but if your body doesn't have an opportunity to lower its temperature at any point for 24, right. for 48 hours, that's where it does get legit dangerous for some folks. So I was trying to figure out if there were actually some legitimate real ways to cool off or cool down, and uh, Bob Vila has some tips. This old house yeah, guy? Yeah, BobVila.com has some. I mean, one are, of them is, what are Bob Vila's I, tips for staying cool? So this today? one I've heard of, like you set a bowl of full of ice in front of a table fan, and as the ice melts, the fan will blow that cooler air around. So like that's one way to do it where you have like just a bowl, you throw some ice in there, turn on a fan. Okay, I kind of heard that stuff before. Um, but then there's this one. I'd never heard of this before. This is one where you actually like wet your sheets. The no so-called way. Egyptian method promises to keep you cool on hot summer nights. Wet a bed sheet or a large bath towel with cool water. Wring it out or run it through your washer's spin cycle until it's damp but not dripping. This will be your new beat-the-heat blanket. Oh, I don't think so. Yeah, that seems She's weird, like all isn't wet it? all night? Keep a spray bottle filled with water and a small amount of rubbing alcohol at your bedside. If you wake up warm, give the sheet an additional spritz. But, like, aren't you just I, slimy right. all night? Here's one. Uh, put your pillowcase in a plastic bag and put it in the freezer. That can work, but when it thaws, then doesn't don't you get the same dampness to that as well? Maybe uh, not. the quick freeze Sounds creates a, a temporary cooling effect that may help you doze off. For backup, keep an extra pillowcase in the freezer so you can make a quick switch. So when a half hour later you wake up again, <laughs> like, all right, but you can even up. put the whole pillow in the freezer. It says, "How big's the pillow?" Well, I guess it depends. How big's your freezer? Sleep on a block of ice, right? <laughs> Then there's this one. I've never heard of this. Uh, Six-pack warmed up by the time you got it home. Quick, run a paper towel under cold water, wrap it around a can or a bottle, and place it in the freezer. In 15 minutes or less, your drink will be chilled to perfection. Oh, okay. I've seen people do that. With paper towel? I I I haven't heard that method. I've seen that with glass bottles. 
Uh, Got to be careful, though. You can't forget about it. Oh, yeah. Because then it explodes. Scientists have weighed in, but one easy explanation is that the water on the towel evaporates, drawing heat from the bottle and making it cool faster. All right. A couple of tips from Bob Vila. Today. Yeah, there you go. Bob Vila. Stay cool. Good luck again. A high temperature of 100 degrees. It's not the heat, it's the humidity. It's not the heat, it's the humidity. Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide. After scoring five runs in the sixth and in the Milwaukee Brewers beat the Minnesota Twins on Tuesday night in game one of two by a final of seven to three. With the victory and a Cubs loss, the Brewers now leading the NL Central by three and a half games. Milwaukee will look for the series sweep later today. That first pitch is all set for 110. Corbin Burns expected to get the start for the Brew Crew. The practice... The Packers will hit the practice field today in what will be their last open session of the summer, with the Heat expected to reach triple digits later this afternoon. Green Bay has elected to move up their start time beginning at around 11 a.m. And lastly, the National Basketball Players Association intends to file a grievance disputing the NBA's $100,000 fine for James Harden over public comments he made earlier this month expressing displeasure after the Philadelphia 76ers failed to trade him. It's time for Extra Points, a sports opinion commentary on Wisconsin's Morning News. Here's Brendan Snide. Believe it or not, the Green Bay Packers are just 18 days away from opening their season down in Chicago. Football is finally making its way back. The talk of the town this summer has been super focused on Green Bay's new QB1 in Jordan Love, and rightfully so. The former first-round draft pick has opened up some eyes and made some folks do a double-take after an impressive two-game stretch in the preseason. Some are putting the pressure on Love as a quote-make-it-or-break-it type of season, and to me, that's not necessarily true. That pressure needs to be directed towards the other side of the ball. Jordan Love undoubtedly needs to prove to GM Brian Gutekind and company that he can play. I think most fans would probably agree with that, but this is not a one-year test for Love or for the offense. However, though, it is for defensive coordinator Joe Barry and his defense. Typically, an offense takes more time to get into rhythm and develop a good rapport, whereas a defense is much easier to find their groove, much easier to plug and play and find success. The excuses, barring any catastrophic injuries, are long gone and they are out the window. At every level, from the beef up front to the signal callers in the middle to the cornerbacks on the back end this defense has an all pro player at literally every vital position it is also a defense that is littered with first round draft pick after first round draft pick including eight since 2016 this is a team that let's be honest should easily have a top 10 unit on defense the talent is there the investment has been made it's time to start seeing it all pay off Wisconsin's morning news. Milwaukee police have this morning not yet announced an arrest of a man whom they are seeking, now charged with first-degree intentional homicide. He's accused of killing 29-year-old Isaiah Allen outside a gas station on Tetonia and Roosevelt as Allen was walking out of the store having stolen a box of Little Debbie snack cakes. I don't condone nothing he did. Uh, Stealing does not, it's not an okay thing. But I don't believe nothing in this store is worth nobody's life. That is Allen's mother talking with TMJ4 News. The accused shooter, 50 six years old William Pinkin, according to authorities, was acting as security at the store and shot Allen in the back of the head as he was walking away. We bring in our teammate, Dr. Ken Harris, former Milwaukee Police Lieutenant, host of the afternoon show on 1017 The Truth. Dr. Ken, we have talked about the retail theft epidemic 
a lot on this show. It is bad. It's a breakdown of our social fabric. It's costing businesses and all of us tens of billions of dollars. But if the answer is more armed security at stores to to confront shoplifters, we have to be clear about the rules of engagement, use of force. And right now, clearly, the law says you can't shoot a guy in the back for walking out with a few dollars worth of snack cakes. That is so very true. I I was so appalled when I heard the fact that someone walked out of a store and got shot for a Debbie snack cake. I'm, and, and the older woman, Pratt, was correct in that there needs to be regulation, and there already is. I don't know if the city council adding to what the state already says you have to do is going to make it that much easier. So, Ken, let's let's talk about this first, because protesters there and family are demanding that the gas station itself be shot down. There are a lot of questions about whom they elected to hire to act as security in this situation. Information readily available online that this William Pinkin is uh, a felon who should not even have been in possession of a firearm, much less acting as security at this gas station. I don't understand how that even happened. I I think. I don't, I don't know what ordinance you can put in place that's going to help me not make a bad choice. So the fact that he was a felon was bizarre in and of itself. But also I can understand how they want it closed because clearly whoever owns that store is not operating within the law. And so in, in some instances, I think there should be a move of the Common Council to remove his business license and shut him down. Is there a way to prevent some of the retail thefts that we're seeing blow up across different areas? No, there isn't. When people decide to do something with their mind and their heart to do it, unfortunately, when it's wrong, they're going to do it. All we can do is utilize the laws that we already have on the books to make sure that they're made an example of, and hopefully it'll curtail um, future retail thefts. But that doesn't seem to be the case. Talking with Dr. Ken Harris, 1017 The Truth, our teammate next door. So you're going to be in the spin room tonight at the Republican debate. Yes. And then joining John Mercure yes. for the post-debate spin. show. Yep. Yep. Who Ev- are you going to talk to? Evidently, it's it's overwork Dr. Ken Day. So. <laughs> <laughs> the next time it's overwork Dr. Ken Day will be the first. <laughs> Let me okay. tell you something. Okay. And so, and so I'm, I'm looking forward to not necessarily speaking to someone, but hearing what it is they have to say and connecting it to the African American community in the in the in the span of what did we have with Obama through Trump through Biden and what it is they can actually offer we we tend to avoid things we don't like but all things being equal let's pretend the world is about to be republican what is it that you want from this party in your community, in your state, in your city that will help everyone? And so I think from that lens and that perspective, I'll be on um, X tonight broadcasting my thoughts. Is there a candidate or candidates on the GOP side that can at least get an audience among black voters, Ken? And by that, I mean that the, the black voters would at least be open to hearing a pitch from one of these candidates on the GOP side? I would say Rami. I would say Pence. Um, I think that's about it for me. Um, I don't know if DeSantis could ever walk through a neighborhood that's that actually has one person that's African-American without getting hollered at. Uh, some of his antics in Florida have 
I think setting back with with Florida residents that are African American. My uh, fraternity just pulled out of Florida for our convention because of Ron DeSantis. So, yeah. Dr. Ken Harris, look forward to hearing you tonight. The post-debate show is at 10 p.m. immediately following that debate. Look forward to that. Thanks, Ken. Sounds good. Thanks. It is 6.57 on Overwork. Dr. Ken Day here at Good Karma Brands.